Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. This is going to be an update on the WHO and the shooting that happened yesterday. And so I'm going to talk about the WHO first. We have some good news. 12 of the 13 amendments have been tabled, it appears. The conference or the meeting in Geneva, Switzerland is still going on. It'll be done on the 28th. People are watching it around the clock to see if they sneak it in or something weird happens. But the weird part is they took those amendments off the table, everything, and then replaced it with a new amendment document. And so lawyers and other people need to look it over. But that is against their own rules. You need a four-month warning. Any new amendments that are going to be voted on, they need four months to review it before, you know, talk to their people and things before the vote actually occurs. So if they vote on this, this goes against the procedures that are agreed upon by 194 countries. So we got to watch and see if they violate their own rules. And if they violate their own rules, it's a just another reason why we should get out of the who, because who holds them accountable? Who holds the who accountable? Nobody votes for those people. Bill Gates holds them accountable because he's the one that gives them so much money, China, because they give them so much money. I Who knows? Who holds them accountable? That's why it's scary. And the globalists are determined to create a one-world government using these means where the only people that they're accountable to are their, themselves. And that's why we cannot allow this to go through. It's very, very dangerous. It's pre-Magna Carta dangerous. I posted, I've been posting articles up on my website on a regular basis as new information is coming out. You can see the new amendments. You can see all the updates at sarahwestall.com. Go there. I've, I've summarized it in a way that I think is short and to the point. And please share those documents. I had 45,000 people in two days look at my article on the fact that the 12 out of 13 amendments were tabled. But now it looks like they were all tabled and removed with this new amendment document. It looks like they're only discussing the time frame, you know, going from 18 months to enact a new amendment to six months. But it's really weird. They talk about nine months in there. They talk about three months. Then they refer to all these different sections. We need people to seriously look this over. The lawyers need to look it over and see if there's not some big scam that they're doing where they're going to be implementing other things. Whenever I see referrals to other sections without any information besides that, that's where you really have to dig when it comes to these legal documents. And so we just got to keep an eye on them and we're going to be doing that. And I'll keep my update. And James Roguski, who's the one in the world that found these amendments and it's been going out everywhere. I've been talking to him and texting him on a daily basis. When this uh, meeting is over, on the 29th, we're going to get together and do a full recap of everything that's happened. So that'll give us enough time to really be able to give you the full description of what's going on. So hopefully I'll be able to get that out as soon as we do that meeting, but I don't know, we'll see. We'll at least be able to get it out by Memorial Day. Okay, now let's talk about this shooting in Texas. You know, I don't really like to talk about these shootings anymore. I so much of this is psyops and false flags, and I, I don't know if it is. I mean, we're seeing a string of gun violence, especially after this recent school shooting in Texas. We need to put th- some things into perspective. First, we do not have enough details yet. If it was a real shooting, 
a false flag with real victims, or a false flag with crisis actors. And I am sure the internet is booming with facts in all directions. So I will devote pretty much zero time to determining the reality of this situation, at least at this point, because there are other journalists that will no doubt do that job for me. I do have to say that the technology exists to manipulate a young person to pretty much do anything. So from brainwave technology, they can put ideas in their, their minds that can make them crazy. There's all sorts of things they can do to these young ones. And so no matter where this lands, we may not know the true origins of what really happened. But I got to tell you, if you doubt that the government would not stoop this low and allow innocent people to die in order to achieve their goals, then I have a bridge to sell you and you're not paying attention. So I'm going to give you some glaring examples that anything goes with these globalists. When they have their goals and agendas that they want to achieve, they will literally do almost anything to achieve. Human life does not matter to them if there is a goal or agenda that they're trying to achieve. And let me give you some examples of this. Let's first talk about Obama's Fast and Furious program. Some of you remember this. Maybe most of you remember this program. And it was a Justice Department program that allowed assault weapons, including 50 caliber rifles, powerful enough to take down a helicopter. And they were supplied to Mexican drug cartels, allegedly as a way to track them, right? And that was proven to be complete BS. And the program came to light in 2010 after a Border Patrol agent and former Marine Brian Terry was shot and killed near Rio Rico, Arizona while attempting to apprehend a group of armed subjects. It was a sad situation that brought it to light. But later, a federal judge forced the release of more than 20,000 pages of emails and memos that were locked up under President Obama's phony executive privilege claim. He didn't want anybody to know what really was behind this. But those emails and memos revealed that the real goal was to create and gin up a crisis requiring a crackdown on guns in America. In other words, Fast and Furious was merely a pretext for imposing stricter gun laws. Does that not seem like what's going on today? Yes, what happened yesterday or the few last week could be real, and it, or it could be real based on manipulation of these young people. But we're seeing whole cities getting burnt down. We're seeing police officers being attacked. We're seeing so much more violence that it's it. This whole crisis in this country is being created. And for them to go after guns should surprise no one. This is a big PSYOP. And many of you have watched my presentation on PSYOPs. They prime a group of people, especially the Democrats, unfortunately, or people who are more gullible or easy to be primed. People who really care, too, who are soft-hearted, you know, care about children. They're easier primed. So they prime them. And then they go for it. So this is a priming activity so that when they come down to wanting to take our guns, we're going to be more apt to agree with them. So that's what's going on. So knowing that this is all about taking your guns with the globalist power grab occurring before our eyes, we just got them talking about the WHO and you know the World Economic Forum is having their meeting this week as well. The last thing we can allow, an absolutely last thing, is for the globalists to take our guns. They're already going after freedom of speech. We cannot let them take our guns. 
because once our guns are gone, the amount of death that we're going to see is probably going to go way up because these guys are out for global domination. And I got to tell you, for those that think they care a lot about children, and that's why that's why this horrific situation, the shooting at a school is so powerful and so useful as a political narrative, because people in this country, normal individuals, and I say this a lot when it comes to human trafficking, a human being that doesn't care about children is not normal. And they know that. So they know they can get at the heartstrings of almost everybody when innocent children suffer. But let me show you, they do not care about children. And here are some really glaring examples. One is what I just told you about Obama doing the Fast and Furious programming, allowing a lot of people to die. That hurts children. It's not necessarily direct because it might just be dads and moms, but you get the point. But here we go. Let's talk about the latest Axios report, which shows that one out of three released migrant kids are unaccounted for, meaning they cannot reach them or they've disappeared somewhere. Considering that more than 65,000 kids have been released in, this is just, this is numbers that I have just from 2021, January 2021 through May of 2021, that was five months worth, they released 65,000 kids, the Biden administration. And so that means that over 22,000 of those children are missing. So let's, let's put this in, in perspective. If the Biden administration or anybody that has power that with this scenario actually cared about kids, they would obviously be doing something about this. We're talking over 22,000 children that are missing in just a five month period. That doesn't account for the, the rest of 2021 or 2022. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a lot more kids than that. Okay, well, let's talk about how many kids are trafficked every year in the United States. Hundreds of thousands of kids every year are trafficked in the United States. The hundreds of thousands of kids are what is documented just by our own government stats. Now you throw in migrants and you throw on kids from native reservations, which are the two highest traffic populations because they are not tracked by official government stats. Now you are talking serious numbers and hundreds of thousand kids already is theory, serious, but now we're talking like really serious, like 800,000. We don't know, but some of the estimates that I've heard is around 800,000 just for North America. So that's pretty darn serious. And if you look at the border, it's basically a massive human trafficking operation disguised as a humanitarian issue. You know, they say that families and people need a better place to go. And yes, they are looking for a better life. But when you have upwards of 80% of the children and women who are making that journey are raped, and many are serially gang raped children, eight-year-olds, when the human suffering is this severe, there's no one in their right mind would allow this much abuse for any humanitarian cause. So for politicians or the Biden administration to claim they care about kids, you know that that's just flat out not true. Okay, let's move on to COVID. I'm going to give you some of the latest VAERS numbers. From December 14th, 2020 to May 13th, 2022, this is from the Children's Defense, the RFK Jr. website. The 12 to 17-year-olds show 31,572 adverse events and a little more than 1,800 rated as serious and 
and they reported 44 deaths. And also worth reporting is 651 reports of myocarditis. From what I understand, myocarditis is so serious, it's practically a death sentence long term. And we also know that the VARS data is seriously undercounted, and the real death numbers are up to 100 times more, and that's based on a reported Harvard and government study. So we know that the deaths are so much higher. Also recently reported by Children's Defense is that at least 10,000 reports of death or serious injury following COVID vaccination has vanished since the rollout of the shots. And these were not duplicated reports. It was simply just a removal, even though they are saying it was duplicated reports. It's a lie. So who knows what the real numbers are all around. All we know is that it's way worse than was reported. And if it's way worse than what's reported in, in the VARS database, it's really bad. So that shows you they don't care about kids. So I got to tell you, don't let anyone turn any of these things in, into a psyop that you believe. Also, be careful not to let them use it against you to get you crazy and have a psyop in the opposite direction. We need to have as much objective, reasonable thought as possible to make sure that they their games, their BS doesn't affect us and that we know that all everything that they're showing us is theater and as awful as the shooting was in Texas. We have to remember that the amount of children who are dying from their other activities is astronomically higher. And so we can't allow them to bully us into a false notion of taking our guns away or doing any other crap that will hurt us long term. Okay, now that I'm done with that, my soapbox, in closing, I want to share with you a preview of my next interview with Mike Wilkerson. He was the first person in the United States to be prosecuted under the new hacking legislation that went into effect in the mid to late 80s. And as a teenager, he was 17 when he did all this stuff, or younger, and then he ended up being convicted when he was 18, like two weeks after his 17th birthday. And he was convicted for breaking in a large corporation such as Microsoft. He has quite the story. It's very interesting. And we'll be discussing how hacking has changed over the years. Intelligence agencies have turned it into basic everyday operations, even though it is illegal. Mike Wilkerson is writing a book on the subject, and I am sure it's going to be absolutely fascinating. And if you want to learn more about him and his story, I will have the links below. He also has a YouTube channel and a GoFundMe page because he's raising some money to get his book out. But in the meantime, and to close out the show, I'm going to show you a teaser trailer of his story. In February 1985, an 18-year-old Kirkland, Washington man pled guilty to four counts of computer trespass. The defendant was accused of gaining illegal access to four large Seattle area firms. Would you state your name, please? My name is Mike Wilkerson. Hi, my name is Mike Wilkerson. It's hard for me to believe, 
but it's been 36 years since that video clip that you just saw of me was recorded. I'm a former computer hacker, and I'm also the author and protagonist of this new book entitled The Hacker Prince, A True Story About Digital Mischief in the 80s. The writing and revision stages of the book are now completed, and I'm launching this Kickstarter campaign in the hopes that you will join in with other backers and assist me in bringing this most unique and exciting story to the world. Usually they have the way it's set up is you dial in on one line and it calls you back on another so that you can't, it's supposed to be the ultimate security. But what you do is you, you break into Cosmos and you find out all of the phone numbers that that company owns and you call until you find the two that are hooked up to data and then you get the callback modem and you set a call forwarding on that line so it call forwards to your home number. That takes a lot of work but As you can see from the newspaper clippings, the journalists did their best to cover the events, but the most exciting parts of the story remained untold, until now. This is a story about my early life and how I got into hacking, but it's about so much more. It takes place in the early 80s, at a time when telecommunications and hacking were still in their infancy. I was going on all sorts of uh, ill-advised adventures and meeting with some of the most famous and infamous hackers of the era. Whether you're curious about the 80s hacking scene and some of its most infamous characters, or if you care to indulge in a bit of nostalgia for the early days of computing, or if you just simply like to kick back with a light-hearted coming-of-age tale, then this book is for you. If you are like me, you are constantly searching for the best solutions to keep you and your family healthy. We all know that diet and exercise is important. But unfortunately, diet and exercise is not enough in today's toxic and nutritional deficient environment. No matter how much you try to eat healthy, soils depleted of minerals will not produce sufficiently nourishing food. 
That's why we have carefully curated products on the controlyourhealth.care website that keep you fully nourished. The Healthy Foundation Pack for those wanting a complete nutritional program, the On The Go Pack for those looking for a more convenient yet quality solution, and the plant-derived minerals for those on a budget who need more for your money. Starting at less than $30, you can get what our bodies lack the most, and that's minerals. The plant-derived minerals contain up to 77 minerals from prehistoric plants in their unaltered colloidal form, which will give you nourishment you just cannot find in today's food. The price does not mean less quality. Far from it. Plant-derived minerals are also in the complete nutritional program, and these minerals are what our foods lack most. Plus, it comes in tasty flavors for the entire family to enjoy. So if you're on a tighter budget, plant-derived minerals are for you. You can find links for these and many other products at controlyourhealth.care or at sarahwestall.com shop.